shining a light on podcasts and videos that have caught our attention. The Spotlight with Jen Spiker. Weekdays on Vision and on demand in the free Vision Christian Media app. 2020, bringing a biblical perspective on life, culture and current events. Weekdays on UCB's Vision Radio Network. Find out more at vision.org.au. Lyle Shelton is the Managing Director of the Australian Christian Lobby and is joining me on the phone once again. Welcome to another week, Lyle. Yeah, good to be back with you again, Tracy. Well, we really are only several weeks out from the federal budget and there's been a number of measures uh, talked about. We'll have to wait and see what plays out, of course, on uh, on budget night in early May. But let's talk about this whole issue with refugees because I notice... I noticed in the news this morning there was comments that it could take several years for the government to clear the refugee backlog. Yes, obviously there was a a big backlog uh, of people left uh, when uh, Labor left office and and the coalition's uh, tougher, broader protection measures were reintroduced. Um, And uh, it it will obviously take some time. Um, Let's just uh, hope that the government is putting all the necessary resources into that to make sure people are not held uh, in detention any longer than they absolutely have to be to establish their identity and to have their claims processed. Of course, there is this other issue, isn't there, of of people who need refugee status because they are in danger if they are returned to their homeland. And I see that Philip Ruddick has made some comments in recent days surrounding this issue. Of course, he was a former immigration minister himself. Yes, that's right, Tracy. And and we've talked a lot in the past about uh, the crisis in the Middle East, uh, particularly with the Islamic State, uh, violence there and the persecution of religious minorities, uh, including uh, many, many Christians who have had to flee their homes. And uh, Philip Ruddock, the uh, former immigration minister, and uh, a colleague from the Labor Party, Chris Hayes, uh, who's the chief opposition whip, uh, they both visited uh, Lebanon late last year uh, to see the situation on the ground where there's uh, two million people who have fled uh, primarily Syria but there's also people displaced in uh, northern Iraq, in the Kurdish-controlled areas. Um, uh, The vast majority of these people are Christians. Um, And uh, what uh, Philip Ruddock and Chris Hayes have uh, called for as a a result of uh, what they've seen on the ground in the Middle East is for Australia to to reprise what we did in 1999 in the Kosovo crisis, where we brought in uh, a large cohort of of people who were... um, victims of that conflict and uh, allowed them to come to Australia on a temporary basis uh, so that they could go home when it was safe to do so. And uh, Chris Hayes and Philip Ruddock are suggesting that we should do the same thing again with this uh, Islamic State Syrian civil war crisis. And uh, and I think it's a great idea. Yeah. Now, you mentioned it was back in 1999 that such a measure was was introduced um, for the Balkans. Now, there was several thousand, wasn't there, I think, brought in. The majority of those did go home. That was because it was safe to do so. But with this ISIL uh, incident, it's highly unlikely that it ever, it ever may be safe. That's uh, a very real risk. Uh, now, it should be our objective to see uh, people be able to return to their homes in the Middle East. We're talking about some of the uh, most ancient Christian areas uh, these are places in, in Syria and uh, Iraq that have been Christian uh, right from uh, the dawn of, of Christendom. Um, these are some of the places where Apostle Paul travelled and, um, and and where Christianity spread eastward. So we don't want to see the Middle East denuded of Christians. Now, having said that, um, I don't think it's ever going to be safe for anyone to go back there until Islamic State is destroyed. And um, I don't know how long that will take it. Um, 
but uh, that, that's obviously got to be the objective. But in the meantime, Tracy, um, there is a, a terrible humanitarian crisis, and uh, with our very small humanitarian intake of 13,700 a year, um, I, I really don't think Australia is pulling its weight. We can't do everything, but we can certainly do a lot more. And uh, we've been calling on the government for some time to, to double the refugee intake. Um, I think what Chris Hayes and Philip Ruddock are proposing uh, should be considered. I'm disappointed that it seems to be falling on deaf ears. All right, as you say, it's been quite some time that you've been calling for this doubling of the intake of the refugees. And if, if that isn't going to be taken to hand, then maybe this is something that should be looked at quite seriously. Let's yes, sw- I think so, Tracy. And I think, um, you know, these sort of innovative proposals uh, might cause the government to, you know, um, focus uh, a bit more on this. Certainly refreshing when you see both sides of politics coming out in unison on an issue like this. Absolutely. Um, and, and I think that's really significant. And I think that um, underscores that this is a really important issue that shouldn't just be uh, ignored. Um, I know we've got budget issues in, in Australia, but we are a, a rich nation by comparison. And um, there, there's a big crisis here and uh, we could do more. Let's talk about those budget issues. One of the measures that's been proposed is that uh, if you don't have your children immunised, you won't receive family payments and the likes. This is certainly making headlines and it's a little bit controversial. It's very controversial, Tracy, and, and even by uh, me saying to you now that I'm a supporter of, of um, immunisation and, and obviously we've done that with our kids, I, I certainly respect and know people who who have concerns and, and um, I would never want to see people's consciences trampled. Um, so I, I must say, Tracy, I'm a little bit uncomfortable with um, the big stick approach here that the government is taking. Um, I hope it doesn't uh, backfire uh, on the government and cause more and more people to dig their heels in and, and not um, vaccinate their children. It's one of those issues that we'll have to wait and watch and see how that unfolds, but you're absolutely right. Numbers coming out from both sides of that debate saying uh, one way or another how they feel about that certain argument. And it, it's it's one of those things that it is the health of society that is deemed to be at risk, of course, if immunisations aren't kept up to date. But should people be penalised if they have conscientious objections? And I think the key here, though, is that you are allowed to object on religious grounds, but you would need to obtain a, le- a letter from your church, wouldn't you? Yeah, I, I understand that's, um, that provision is there. Tracy, um, and, and I guess anyone could object if they're prepared to forego um, significant uh, government payments. It's one of those issues that we will wait and see and perhaps get some feedback from our listeners on how they feel about it as well. It's Lyle Shelton from the Australian Christian Lobby. Lyle, always good to talk to you. We'll chat again next week. Thanks so much, Tracy. Like what you've just heard? There's more great podcasts or you can listen to us live at vision.org.au. And remember, Vision is listener supported. Your donation of any amount will help us continue connecting faith to life. Learn more or donate today at vision.org.au.